Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Gonna push tempo here. The Pelicans. Hold that follow through. He posed. That's right. This is what takes you to another level. What the Pell is up, everyone? This is Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans, and I am your host. Elliot Clough, we got a quite a short time in between podcasts, 24 hours. Who would have freaking thunk? Not me. I hope you like that, because I sure do. I'm very happy to be back on the mic in such a short period of time. But you know what that means? More NBA news. Some good, some very, very freaking questionable stuff coming from the NBA in the last 24 hours. And be sure we're going to get to that. Uh, stay tuned. And if you're an NBA fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This idea of the second bubble and, and the teams that aren't going to have a chance to make the playoffs competing in it. We're going to talk about that today's podcast. Do you not worry. But first off, we're going to start off once again with a little bit of the media availability that the Pelicans have been given their players have been doing the last few days obviously yesterday we talked about drew melly david griffin alvin gentry and i'm sure we're going to get more players other than what we heard from today by the way if you want to listen to these live they are on twitter the pelicans go live i get a notification every time but they go live and they're also on their website as well you can head over to twitter and go back even though they're not live anymore you can go back and listen to them in their entirety but if you're at work which most of us probably aren't right now. You can also go to the NBA website. If you want to keep quiet, maybe not wake up the baby or distract from whatever else you're doing, you can go to the Pelicans website and they have them transcribed there as well. Some intern is going nuts over there. So props to you, Mr. Intern. I have done that in an intern position and it freaking sucks. So <laughs> I hope you're enjoying it. I hope uh, you're getting your uh, intern experience and it's going to be worth it i promise it will be especially working with uh with an organization like the pelicans anywho these interviews you can find them anywhere basically twitter their website etc players interviewed today or excuse me yesterday was josh hart zion williamson as well zion the rookie sensation that we all know zion uh, uh popular on twitter today for a different reason we'll also get to that later but zion uh, mentioned to the media, let us know that he has been able to get on the court every day throughout this hiatus, which is awesome, awesome news. We know we've seen pictures, we've seen video of Zion's fitness, but we also now we know that he has been working on basketball every single day and it's been with his stepdad. 
his stepdad and his mother being such a huge part of his growth in basketball and his stepdad being with him from the very start. We know Zion was one of the top recruits coming out of high school, second, I believe, in the nation behind R.J. Barrett, his teammate at Duke. And his stepdad was a huge part of that. So they're getting in real basketball work. He was getting in real basketball work through this hiatus. He had mentioned that he wanted to do that with just one person, with just his stepdad, in order to avoid putting anybody else at risk or putting himself and his stepdad at risk. So just those two on the court in terms of getting some work in. Obviously, Zion's been with a bunch of trainers, so it's not just his stepdad running these these things. I'm sure he's getting rebounds and helping him out to the best of his ability, but he and Zion definitely putting in a ton of work over this hiatus, which is so incredibly good to hear. You love fitness, you love people being in shape, but they are playing in sport. We're not running 5Ks out here, you know. Zion's definitely not running any 5Ks anytime soon. But uh, like I said, good to get basketball work in. But also, he he was focusing on fitness, said he was doing it any way he possibly could on the court, off the court. Didn't really go into very much detail. You can assume, one can assume that he's getting a little bit in the weight room, running, uh, obviously stuff on the court is, is fitness one way or another, get that cardiovascular work and who knows, maybe on a bike to avoid some impact, that would probably be good. Lord knows he can afford just about anything he wants in terms of getting work in right now. And he was able to get into the facilities at new Orleans. So able to work out some of that as well. Now, in terms of the bubble, you know, and, and, and Zion talked a bunch about a ton of different other things. Of course, like I said, you can head it over to the Pelicans website or Twitter to see the entirety of the interviews. But with this one and Josh, we're just hitting the main points for you. So if you don't want to go back, you don't have to. That's what we're all about here. And I've said it from the get go. We're all about you, the listener here on Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans. Anywho, Zion says that he trusts the NBA and the bubble the situation that the Pelicans and the rest of the league are going into in Orlando. Despite the increase in cases in Florida and nationwide, Zion says he trusts what the NBA is putting forth. He trusts the bubble there in Orlando. Said, quote, unquote, it's going to be, they're going into a safe environment. Excuse me, but we don't know the entirety of logistics right now for a young man who's almost 20. Says, I mean, he's mature beyond his years. We know that. Going into this situation, the fact that he trusts the NBA. Josh Hart went on to say that he trusts the NBA as well. J.J. Redick obviously does. Drew does going into this situation. We are not there, obviously. This is this is different for us versus them as fans, as members of the media, for, for me, myself. It's scary. It's got to be scary for them anyway, even though they trust the NBA, even though they trust this bubble. I'm sure, I mean, you have to know that this and this is going to cost the NBA a ton of money for a lot of different reasons, but they're going to have tests out the wazoo. You know, they're going to be tested every day. Pelicans player has not tested positive since June 23rd, which is obviously some really good news. Been 10 days about, so... That's that's always good to hear. And now they're going to be in the facility in New Orleans, in that area, avoiding a lot of contact, one would like to think. So they're going to be spending a lot of time in their hotel rooms, watching games, playing 2K, stuff like that. So this is probably going to be one of the safer environments in the country. Uh, pays to be a professional athlete and to make that kind of money, obviously. 
but talked about it a little bit on a bunch of different radio shows today. And the more I hear it, the more I become comfortable with it, more comfortable with it. I'm not, I'm not, you know, nobody can be a hundred percent certain that they're not going to get the virus, that it's not going to spread in a situation like this, even in a bubble. But the thing about these players staying at home because of their safety, they're coming and going, probably going to the grocery store unless they do, you know, <laughs> DoorDash or, or whatever. Their family has to go to get, you know, groceries. Some of them have teenage kids, might be sneaking out of the house to see their friends. I mean, I have to leave the house for both of my jobs. I mean, kids are going to want to be going on dates, <laughs> see their friends, like I said. The bubble, everybody's doing the same thing, more or less, except for these people who are Disney workers who will probably be tested on a very regular basis. It sounds safe, folks. It really does. I mean, as safe as it can be. Not a lot of these people are super old. I mean, we talked about Alvin Gentry being 65 yesterday. That's got to be a concern. There's another coach on the staff, Coach Jeff, is what Josh Hart said in the press conference uh, yesterday. So the NBA is doing the best they possibly can. Clearly Zion trusts it. Clearly Josh Hart trusts it. Clearly just about everybody on the Pelicans trust it. Otherwise, they wouldn't be going. So maybe take that with a grain of salt. But looks looks like it's going to be okay to a degree, safe to a degree, to the best of their capabilities. Now, Josh Hart, I believe he he went, yes, he went before Zion uh, in this uh, media Zoom call that was live on Twitter and, and is on the website as well. Josh Hart talked about, obviously, a myriad of things. First thing that was notable for what Josh Hart said in this last Zoom call, in this last media session. He believes that this remainder of the season is going to be 90% mental. He said something to the effect of players have been playing basketball since they were little. I mean, obviously, you have to, to be to the caliber of athlete that these guys are. The muscle memory is there. They've been getting in work. He also mentioned that in terms of fitness, in terms of health, they are doing a lot of one on one slash one on zero work with their trainers. So he's hoping that players that, that the Pels that that he can get involved in some four on four, some five on five full court stuff so they can get adjusted to playing full speed because one V zero is nothing like five on five in the NBA. And with that said, Josh said, again, 90% metal mental metal. And he thinks this finals would be the most difficult to win ever that'll have an asterisk not like you know Barry Bonds home run record but an asterisk that'll say this was the most difficult finals ever because it was 90% mental and it was really tough and we all took three months off and none of us played five on five basketball in that entire amount of time that's a long ass asterisk I don't I don't know that I agree with that I don't know I don't know I've heard that from Giannis we've heard that from Giannis I think LeBron said something about it, maybe. Heard it from some other players as well, coaches maybe. I don't know how I feel about that. That is, obviously there's the concern of the virus. Obviously there's the concern of Black Lives Matter. Obviously they took three months off. They haven't been with their teammates. Maybe been in contact, trying to get some work in. That'll be a conversation to be continued to be had. 
on the podcast. We're, we're going to have some guests coming up here soon. Hopefully some new guests, maybe a returner. Don't really know yet. I'll be taking to Twitter to figure that out here. Anywho, if you're listening to this and follow at Elliot Clef on Twitter, I want to know your thoughts on this big time. I want to know what your thoughts are. We'll tweet out a poll tomorrow. How's that? We'll tweet out a poll, let you know uh, what, what the rest of you fans on Twitter think about that as well as uh, we're going to share it on the podcast. Yeah, we'll do that. Make sure to check that out. I'll tweet that poll tomorrow, probably around, I don't know, noon. Uh, we'll figure it out. Also, Josh called JJ like 40 years old, which <laughs> which was really enjoyable. The media, one of the members of the media asked Josh about him being in a leadership position. He's like, I'm just 25. JJ's like 40. And our buddy over at Protect the Nest podcast and writer for Forbes, uh, Christopher Dotson, had mentioned that. And Josh Hart and JJ actually responded to the tweet. It was awesome. I'm really happy for our buddy. Dotson. Dotson does really good work. He, he deserves it. So uh, really, really some good stuff. You can check that out on Dotson, Dotson's Twitter. Also, Josh mentioned that he's not thinking about his extension going into playing the remainder of the season. A member asked, a member of the media asked him if he was the, one of the reasons he was playing in this remainder of the regular season was to and I'm paraphrasing here, so so don't necessarily quote me on this, but something to the effect of was that on his mind going into this season about playing, about an injury, about earning that extension? And Josh said that he hadn't thought about it until somebody else had brought it up to him. You know, that's always questionable. Josh is a really good, sincere, genuine guy. I'm not questioning that. It's just about how players tend to portray themselves to the media, you know? I mean, Josh may very well have not have thought of it just because he wants to play basketball. And that's something that he mentioned is is competition and, and wanting to get back to it. Also talked about how Villanova has prepared him for this, which, true, Josh couldn't have picked a better school. But I guess Josh is not really thinking about the extension. He said he hadn't thought about it until somebody else brought it up. I might have already said that. But he's he's back to it. He said he said competition is what fuels this. He said he said that if he went in thinking about this extension, not wanting to get hurt, he'd be letting the city down, letting his coaches down, letting the letting his teammates down. So that's not an ex- a focus for Josh. We've been talking about it. We talked about it on our last podcast with Chris Connor about his extension, about the value of Josh on this roster. And while Josh says he might not be focusing on that. It's got to be on the back of his mind. You got to think that, right? That's a lot of possible money in his future, more than he's making right now. Currently making $2 million a year, and that could be bumped up to $15 million. So Josh has got to be thinking about that. You know, it, it, Comparatively to other cities in the country, New Orleans doesn't necessarily have the highest cost of living, but octupling, <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word, octupling your salary never hurts. And Josh deserves it as long as we can fit in, you know, Lonzo, B.I., extending Zion in the future, stuff like that. Love to see Josh Hart get paid, preferably not that much, obviously, to fit in those other contracts. But but Josh deserves it. And, you know, that's got to be the back of his mind. It's got to be. Hey, Pels fans, going to take a quick break here. I want to remind you. 
If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, make sure you leave a five-star rate and review. That really helps us out here on the podcast. Only takes a couple seconds if you want to do that. Once again, if you are a fan, if you are an avid listener of Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans, make sure to do that. Make sure to hit the follow button. That really, really, really helps us out. Now, let's get back to the podcast. Josh went on to talk a little bit about Zion, saying that Zion is in great shape. He's, his shot looks great. and He talked about the addition of Zion when he came in, what he added to the roster when he when he was healthy, when he, he joined the, the Pelicans on the court and played those 19 games. This is a quote, this verbatim quote from, from Josh from the Pelicans website. It said the addition of him, Zion, made us more aggressive, more dynamic. It definitely put us in an amazing spot to make a push for the playoffs. I mean, I think I think if we had him, there we go, if we had him at the beginning of the year, the story wouldn't be fighting for the eight seed. It would have been, we're a four or five seed in the West. That's a ballsy, ballsy statement, Mr. Hart. And, and maybe it's not. Because the conversation with, I mean, for myself, and I'm with myself, by myself, conversation on this podcast, including guests, has been that if the Pelicans don't get at least the sixth seed next year in the West, then it's time to move on from Alvin Gentry, and I'm sticking with that. Maybe the five seed. It might be the five seed. But comparatively, where they'd be in the NBA if they were the four or five seed where they're at to where they're at right now, they're at the 10 seed. They are 28 and 36. And three and a half games out of that eight spot behind the Grizzlies. Now, if they were in the four spot, they would have 42 wins. And if they were in the five spot, they would have 40 or 41 wins. So to, to give you a frame of reference, the Jazz are in the four spot. The Thunder are in the five spot. So they'd be 41, 23, 42, 22 around there. So that's a pretty hefty swing in, in wins there. That's about 14 more wins than where they're at. So... I think that's believable. I don't think they would have started 7 and 23. Obviously the chemistry would have been something to figure out the because they had to figure it out anyway. They started 6 and 22, ultimately figured out Zion came back, that made them even better. So, you know, it's all speculation really, and, and there's no way to say if this happened then because it didn't happen. And, and that's a reason why Zion isn't in the running for the NBA Rookie of the Year is because he was not around. And we can't say if, if, if. He, he's just not going to get it. He's not going to get it. And, and that sucks. But uh, it's the same. What I'm saying is it's the same situation because we can say if all we want. But that doesn't mean that what we believe in those scenarios would have actually become something. And we're not in those scenarios. So it's not plausible. Where they're at right now is fighting for that eight spot. They're not in the four or five seed. Maybe next year. Maybe higher. Who knows? Depends on the roster. But those are all the things from Josh Hart and Zion in the press conference. I love that the the Pels are making these guys available via Zoom calls. We're getting a ton of good information from the players, from from executives, from coaches. It's been really, really good for the Pelicans to do that. It's been really entertaining for us. It's providing content and, and, you know, fans, members of the media are, are starving for that right now, even as the NBA continues to move forward. 
Now, <laughs> oh gosh, going from some great stuff to some really freaking irritable stuff. Adrian Wojnarowski, Woj, tweeted today that the NBA is closing in. Oh, I just, I hate even reading it on signing off on a second quote bubble in Chicago for the eight teams that were not invited to play in Orlando, enabling many training camps and subsequent games against other clubs with a target date of September. Sources, I guess this is not per Woj, this is per Jackie McMullen. Honestly, like it just makes me kind of sick to my stomach, like to to a to an extent. But like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <sighs> okay, I'll lay it out for you, and, and then I'll then I'll get emotional, even though I'm already emotional. There are teams out of the playoff race, eight teams, 22 teams are going to Orlando right now. This other bubble in Chicago will include the remaining eight teams who do not have a chance to get into the playoffs. Those teams are the Cavs, the Bulls, the Timberwolves, the Knicks, the Hornets, the Hawks, the Pistons, and the Warriors. Okay. Why? 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 Fucking why? I mean... <sighs> I'm going to list out some stuff that might be a reason that they go to, but obviously isn't the reason for this. Okay, to stay fit. Okay. Players can do that on their own. They have plenty of money. They have facilities that they can work out at. They have teammates they can play against. Okay, we're going to XNA that. To focus on Black Lives Matter, well, the NBA can say that they're woke and all this stuff, which is good, and they're going to put Black Lives Matter on the court, and fine. But there's 22 other teams that are going to be playing right now. And they'll be doing everything that they can. Players have social media. These players who aren't playing in the... Orlando bubble will have social media. They have plenty of a platform, big enough of a platform to be focusing on Black Lives Matter. Okay. Third, to remain cohesive with their teammates. Some of these NBA rosters will look nothing like they did this year, especially considering how horrible a lot of these teams are, i.e. the Knicks. Golden State is going to be completely different next year than they were last year. This year, I guess. T-Wolves, probably going to try to do something with adding to the roster next to D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns. Bulls, there, Chicago. They could go out and try to get somebody. Detroit, probably going to move on from Blake Griffin. Cavs might be moving on from Andre Drummond. Hawks are young. Maybe somebody wants to join them. Hornets, who freaking knows? Michael Jordan sucks at running that team. I mean, the NBA is not going to portray it as to remain cohesive with these teams and that the teams in Orlando are getting advantage. They're already better. But these, I mean, it's a it's a way, I mean, for the NBA, for the players to 
be like, yeah, I guess we're working with here with our teammates. We can remain cohesive. We can continue our chemistry uh, playing against these other teams. But it's not freaking necessary. You got all off season. You got more time to work it out. So, I mean, this other point that I will have here is so that they don't take it so that they don't have an advantage when the season returns in terms of fresh legs, I guess. But I don't know how you make that a platform to bounce off of going into next season for these teams and for their opposing, for these other teams who are competing for the playoffs, other than the Golden State Warriors. Like, this is the only team that is virtually guaranteed to make the playoffs next season out of these eight teams that missed. Because they're getting Steph Clay and Draymond get back, and they might sign somebody else. They might move Andrew Wiggins. The only, I mean, to fight for spots in the lottery, I guess is that an incentive? Is the team that wins this gonna get the number one likeliness to get the number one pick in the lottery? What like that doesn't make sense because if that happens, then the Golden State. Warriors might get their team back and then get the number one overall pick. That doesn't make any sense. What's the incentive? A penalty for money? I mean, if it's the Warriors, Steph, Draymond, maybe Clay could play, but they're not going to play, and they can afford to not play if they're going to get penalized. If these teams are battling it out for the number one pick, it's counterproductive. That makes no freaking sense. I have no idea what this incentive is going to be, especially for eight horrible teams you know minus the warriors assuming they're not healthy or don't play their best players t-wolves got d'angelo russell i mean the remaining stars that we have here Cavs don't necessarily have a superstar bulls zach levine i guess t-wolves d'angelo russell carl anthony towns Knicks, mitchell robinson really rj barrett i guess hornets Devontae Graham, <laughs> Terry Rozier, like the Hawks, Trey Young, obviously Pistons, Blake Griffin, who might not even be on the team next year. And then Golden State, we know like what? Why? We obviously know this is because of money. We obviously know that a lot of these, the Knicks, the Bulls, uh, to an extent, probably the Cavs, the, the Pistons and the Warriors all have diehard fans. They're going to continue to buy merch. They'll watch these games. Obviously, it's for money. That's the only reason. I don't know how the NBA conveys this to the populace, to fans, to say that this is a good thing. Because the bubble in Orlando, probably going to be pretty safe. But the issue is getting everybody there and not bringing the, the coronavirus with them. We saw that the Clippers organization had a COVID case today. They had to shut down a bunch of stuff. That broke three hours ago. As I'm recording this. They shut down their practice facility and it was a member of the the team, maybe not maybe not a player, but the, the franchise one way or another, who was going to go to Orlando. What the hell? What the hell? And we're going to put another bubble out there? This is stupid. Money. You're going to make enough money in Orlando. There is no justification for this. None. Zero. Sorry, Adam Silver. I like you a lot. I think you're a good commissioner. But this is fucking stupid. There is no way of getting around it. Stupid. Golly. 
to end on a lighter note, I guess. Some more some more Twitter stuff happened today, which was really just fun to see. Is uh, this photo of Zion that just blew up? It's everywhere. Andrew Lopez tweeted it out. Zion's got that mask on and he's looking super lean in the weight room, Pelicans weight room. Great stuff. Wearing that won't bow down, cut off hoodie. Love to see it. I'm sure if if you're active on Twitter, you're probably tired of seeing it at this rate. But Zion's looking real good, folks. Zion's looking really, really, like, <laughs> really good. Zion's looking thinner than we've probably ever seen him, honestly, at least in the NBA. Uh, I saw a quote that said he shed off 25 pounds of fat and put on 5 pounds of muscle. To a degree, I believe that because Zion has a type of genes, type of work ethic, type of body. Oh, it's crazy. Twitter went nuts with this photos, tweeting out Bane photos. Nobody cared who I was till I put on the mask, Phantom at Opera, you know, saying the league should be terrified. It's freaking awesome. And like I said, if you're a member of Pelican's Twitter, if you're active on Twitter with uh, Pelican stuff, you're probably tired of the video or the photo. But if you haven't seen it, I'll put a link in the description so you can check it out. It's awesome. If you're on social media at all, following the Pelicans to any degree, I don't know how you haven't seen it yet, but it'll be up here in the in the description so you can open the open the your phone or whatever link you're listening to and you can copy and paste or just go ahead and click that link but really awesome photo whoever grabbed it jd career senior content manager for the saints and the pelicans put out that photo excellent job by him and that was a freaking awesome photo obviously blew up for a reason and if you're not wearing a mask you're stupid Zion's wearing a mask that way made me think of it and they need to Put your mask on. Put it on before you go anywhere. Not just chilling in your house. Obviously, that's unnecessary. But do it if you go somewhere. Okay, folks. Zion's doing it. You do it. Zion is a king, and therefore, we need to follow our king. <sighs> Gall. But to wrap things up today, folks, again, thanks so much for tuning in. I love all of you. Go follow at Elliot Clough on Twitter. You'll be able to engage. You'll be able to share that thought, like I mentioned earlier on, about, was it about the bubble? I don't remember. I'll listen to it later. We'll figure it out. I think it was about the bubble. One of the bubbles. Anyway. <laughs> Respond to the tweet, whatever it ends up being, on Twitter, and, uh, You'll get folk, uh, featured on the podcast. We're going to have a guest coming up. Hopefully, that'll be our next podcast. And we'll talk about it. I'll run some of your thoughts by them. If it's something different than I have heard, obviously, you're going to make it on the podcast. We love hearing from you. We love sharing your thoughts. So go ahead and do that. While you're here, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and subscribe. Leave a rate and review. Do it! That really, really helps us out. That gets us more exposure. That gets more people listening to the podcast. And we really, really appreciate that if you're listening on a different platform go ahead and hit follow subscribe whatever and if you can leave a rate and review there freaking do it folks freaking do it i dare you you won't no balls go follow believe on instagram twitter and facebook and you can check out a plethora of their other podcasts on believe.com or just head over to apple Podcasts, spotify or google play wherever you listen to your podcast you can check out some more pelicans coverage on fansided's hoops habit website or you can check out the birdrights.com sb nation's pelicans affiliate folks do not forget head over follow e-l-i-o-t c-l-o-u-g-h on twitter and 
leave that rate and review and subscribe frickers subscribe away once again folks i am elliot clough and this was believe in the new orleans pelicans without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done